Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast with me, Dr. Joseph Walker. This podcast is designed to offer strategies in moving vision to reality. Leaders can expect to be mentored, inspired, challenged to succeed at the next level. So prepare to be exposed, empowered, and equipped for excellence. Thank you for connecting and allowing this space to become an opportunity for growth and collaborative learning. Now, let's go on this journey together and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Hi, I'm Dr. Joseph Juan Walker III, and thank you so much for tuning in to Next Level Leader Podcast. I want to thank all of you so much for tuning in. This is the place where we try to inspire, encourage, and expose you to some of the greatest thought leaders on the planet, some of the greatest strategies we believe that will be a tremendous blessing to you and all of those whom are in the scope of your influence. We are grateful and thankful for all of you who support this podcast every single week. Thank you so much for subscribing. And I am so thankful because we're hearing so many wonderful things around the world. People who are being blessed in Australia, people who are being blessed in Africa and uh, in Europe, and those who are being blessed throughout North America. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If this podcast is blessing you, please share it with someone. Tell them to download it. We are approaching 100,000 subscribers, and our goal is to reach the million subscriber mark. We believe we can do that with your help. We believe that this information we share will be tremendously helpful for people as they continue to navigate the terrain of what it means to be a next level leader. Today, I want to make sure you also follow me on Instagram at Joseph Walker 3. If you have a topic you'd like me to address or you'd like to have a guest you'd like me to bring on, you think would be an interesting conversation, let me know. Joseph Walker, the number three on Instagram, and I really would appreciate that. Or if there's something that we say that blesses you, let us know. That's at Joseph Walker 3 on IG. I truly appreciate it so very much. Today, I want to have a conversation with you, and I want to talk about leaders who are in it to win it. This is a phrase that we hear often. I'm in it to win it. I'm in it to win it. I think there's an assumption we make often that all leaders actually win and they don't. And there are reasons why they don't. A variety of things that prohibit leaders from being effective, getting to the next level, achieving their goals. And what I know as a leader, there's very intentional things you have to do if you're going to win in your career the vision that God has given you in life. There's certain things that every leader has to know if you're going to win. The thing that I'm incredibly blessed by is that the folks who connect with this podcast are winners. You're people who are not in it to just be in it. You're in the game because you want to win. You are a next level leader. And so what I want to do is I want to give you seven very key principles that I believe are going to be catalyst for you winning in the area that you're passionate about. And I believe very strongly, whatever area you're undertaking, that you will be able to be successful if you follow these specific principles. The first I want to share with you, I think is important, is the ability to motivate. Let's talk about what that means, to motivate. I believe if you call yourself a leader, and no one is following you, you're just taking a walk. The fact is that leadership is the ability to get other folks to come alongside what you're doing and follow you, support, believe in the vision that you have. And this motivation factor is huge because if you cannot motivate people to believe in what you're doing, then why are you doing it? Leaders have to be motivators. 
They have to be people that know how to galvanize people around a particular issue that they're passionate about, be able to sell that issue to them in a way with clarity and understanding by making the vision plain that those who really can run with it. And through that level of clarity and delineation of the vision, people actually follow. That's what it means to motivate. To be, you don't have to be a charismatic person to do that, but you do have to be incredibly intentional in terms of your ability to communicate the vision and motivate people to believe in what you're passionate about. But motivation has a dualistic meaning for leaders, not just your ability to motivate others, but your ability to motivate yourself. To be self-motivated is something that many leaders lack, and that's why they don't necessarily win because they're often looking for other people to motivate and push them. Granted, we all need people to sharpen us, to inspire us. This podcast stimulates a level of motivation for many of you. But what I'm talking about is the ability to get out of the bed, the ability to pick the book back up and continue to write, the ability to believe in the business and be motivated even in the midst of negativity or statistics that say a thing may not come to fruition. See, to be self-motivated means that I've learned to believe in the thing so strongly that my passion becomes contagious. And that's how I'm able to motivate others. Because if you don't believe in it, if you don't have the passion, you're not going to motivate other people to get excited. Nobody's going to be excited about what you're not excited about. That's how you motivate. That's how you are able to get people to the next level. So there is the ability to motivate others, but it's also the ability to be motivated yourself. Number two is cultivate. Once you motivate and galvanize people, now you're responsible for those people and their development is going to be critical, right? Being a great leader is how do you cultivate a certain environment and culture of people to whom you have brought alongside you? There's a certain ethos, there's a certain culture, there's a certain, there's a certain way in which people exist and how they believe and how they operate customer service and how people interact with each other has a lot to do with your ability to cultivate those values into the life of the people who support your vision, your dream. A leader spends time cultivating like a farmer cultivates the land before putting the seed in because they know if the land is not cultivated properly, the seed will not grow. We often make investments into people we have not cultivated and wonder why we don't see fruit. That's because we have not taken time to truly, truly cultivate the soil, to prepare the soil, prepare the team, prepare the people for what we are going to deposit in their life because we need the fruit to come forth. That takes time. That takes energy, intentionality. It means you have to be willing to not make assumptions that people understand things like excellence. Everybody comes to the table with their own understanding of what excellence is. And until you cultivate what you mean by excellence, it'll never come to fruition across the board. I'll give you a perfect example. If someone is at the table, you have three people sitting in front of you and you say, give me a glass of water. They will all present that glass of water to you based upon their own understanding of what excellence is. Someone will give you a bottle. Someone will take a bottle, pour the water in a glass, give you a napkin and say, here, someone else will take the water, pour it into a glass, give you a napkin and a peppermint, (laughs) give you something you don't even ask for. Well, here's the deal. Each one of them presented it based on their understanding of excellence. So we make an assumption that when we say, go get me a glass of water, that that person knows the excellence by which they should present it. And then when they bring it back subpar, we're upset 
and we get ready to fire that person or we don't want to be around that person because we have a certain expectation that we did not communicate. The cultivation part is, is that you really spend time walking people through exactly what you mean. That's what I did early on in building a team, right? I, I realized that people didn't have the same exposures I had. They didn't have the same ideologies I had. So I had to literally walk people through, this is what I mean, this is what I'm trying to do and show them because that's how you cultivate as a leader. That's how you get people to do things. And sometimes we're upset because we think people know. And the fact is people don't know what they don't know. That's why you're the leader. And that's why if you're going to be in it to win it, you have got to spend time cultivating your team and not making assumptions that they absolutely know exactly what you mean. The third thing now is once you cultivate the environment and get the environment like you've wanted and now you've got the values and the kind of work ethic and that excellence that exists within the organization, you're going to have to move to this third area, which I think is very critical. It's called the ability to eliminate. What do you mean by that? There's some things and certain things you're going to have to just let go of. There's certain things that were ways of existing and being and doing and functioning and even certain people and things you're going to have to eliminate out of your life if you're going to win. See, a winner has to realize that you can't take baggage from old seasons and bring into new seasons. Even the Bible says, don't put new wine into old wineskins. You're going to have to get rid of some things. And that's part of the course, right? There are people in your life who were good at certain levels and seasons and they were great people but they can't go with you to the next level. They don't have the capacity to handle where you're going. It doesn't mean you throw them away. It just means you eliminate them from the expectations that you had. You free them up from the same expectations because you're moving at a different altitude now. You're going up in a different space. And so you're going to have to eliminate some people who are liabilities, some people that are a threat to all that you have built up, some places you're going to have to eliminate going, some things you're going to have to eliminate doing. I mean, it's just the fact that if you're going to be a next level leader, if you're going to win in it, you're going to have to learn that you got to let go of some stuff. No matter how difficult that might sound, that is absolutely necessary to be an effective leader. Elimination. In short, it's eliminating foolishness. That's how you know you're growing, right? That's how you know you're moving into a new space because you get irritable. When things that you used to accommodate, you don't accommodate anymore. You become very irritable and you're like, I just don't want to be around that anymore. It means that you're growing. And it means that you're in a place where this may be the time where you have to eliminate all those distractions and all those things that are beneath what you know God has for your life. Number four is to appropriate. I want you to hear that word, appropriate. Once I eliminate, get all the things that are negative out of my life, all the things that are a threat to my destiny, then guess what I must do? I must prioritize to appropriate. I must put things in their proper order in my life. Part of that means that I must understand how I, first of all, view my finances, how I appropriate my finances, because finances are a matter of the heart. Wherever your heart is, the Bible says your treasure is. You're treasuring your heart in the same place. So to appropriate means that what I do is that I, I must give God first. Like before I do anything else, I say, God, if you bless me with you know, $100,000 salary, 10000 of that belongs to you. You bless me with a million dollars, 100000 belongs to you. You bless me with... You know, 100 million, 10 million belongs to you. See, because I don't change the rules as my salary goes up because it is God who allowed me to actually accomplish what I accomplished. And so the fact is, is that I put that into the storehouse. The storehouse is the place where I'm being fed to the word of God, God's church. And therefore it is that church that prays for me, that church that covers me. And so I appropriate my offerings and my tithes to the place that God has connected me to 
but I also appropriate my funding in terms of saving money for myself and my family and making sure that I don't squander. I appropriate my priorities in terms of what's significant in terms of my prayer life, in terms of my devotional life, in terms of my connection to the word of God. I appropriate my workout schedule. I make sure that I have time to pour into myself. Self-care is huge. So everything has to have a proper order because if my life is financially out of order, in my health out of order, in my business out of order, then I'm out of order. And nobody's going to invest in a soda machine that has an out of order sign on it. The same with you. Nobody's going to invest in you if you are out of order. One of the things that you discover is that in bringing all this into alignment, you're going to be a winner, not just as you go to work and perform, but at work and at home, on the field and off the field, in the game and not in the game, whatever it is for you, you have to say, I appropriate things. I make very clear decisions about where things fit in my life, where people fit, where my money fits, where my dream fits, every single thing, where my time fits, everything has a space. Number five, and this is going to be important, to advocate. Now imagine now, you get to this space in life, right? You get to this certain platform, now you've got the appropriations, right? I mean, let's go back. You, you, you motivated yourself, you got up, you made the vision happen, you did this thing, and then you were able to cultivate, right? You cultivate the people you motivated, you got them ready, you got them prepared, you poured into them. Once you did that, you realize I need to eliminate some things so that I don't go back to what I just got out of. I, I, I get all the negativity out. I create a culture where there's positivity around me. And then I start appropriating, putting God first in my giving and living and other areas of my life. And at that point, I'm at this level where I have to use my platform for a greater cause than myself. To advocate oftentimes means that I must advocate for those who are less fortunate. One of these they have a great appreciation for is what we saw with many of athletes out there who were advocating, using their platform to advocate for justice for those who had been victims of sweltering injustice. And to use your platform to advocate for something bigger than yourself is always uh, in tow with being a next level leader. It is, it is, it is absolutely essential if you're going to be a person who wins that you're going to have to advocate for something other than yourself. It's not just about you. God did not raise you up and give you the platform that he gave you for you to be silent on issues that of suffering, issues that affect other people disproportionately. How do you use your platform? What do you do to advocate for people who are in need, people who are in struggle, people who are fighting the good fight of faith? That's ultimately the reason God gives us these platforms to be greater witnesses for his work in the earth, to advocate, to come alongside people and to be allies in the struggle, to say that even though I'm on this level and have this platform, I want to leverage all of my influence and all my relationships to support something bigger than myself. That's how you know you're going to win. But once you advocate, then you must that point, acclimate. What do I mean? You have to learn how to get used to the next level. See, some people haven't gotten used to the next level. They haven't gotten used to living in this space and these relationships as a certain language and there's certain logistics, right? 
there's a certain language of the next level. You have to acclimate to conversations you have to have and you have to know how to ask the right questions and you have to understand and be informed when you sit down at tables and have some situation awareness. You just can't be a person sitting in a corner quiet, but you have to acclimate to that culture and know what people like do and know how to interact and move in those circles of influence so that you can actually get things done. To acclimate here is to getting used to it. Get used to the next level. That's where you are. You're not on that same level where you were last year. You're on a whole new level. And as a consequence of that, that means that you've got to learn now more than ever how to acclimate to it. Understand how people, you know, use money. Understand how they, you know, how they do move in these spaces. Understand how they connect the network. Acclimation means I want to learn how successful people do it. I watch uh, on the golf course. I can stand on my backyard and my back patio. I can see right on the balcony. I can see people playing golf, but I know they're doing more than playing golf. I'm watching how these people work deals. So I acclimate myself to understanding the system and understanding how it works. So I'm not a novice because if you're a novice, you're going to miss it. You got to know how to be at the table because if you're not at the table, you're on the menu. Right. So I want to be at the table making deals. I want to understand how this works. So I want to acclimate and learn as much as I can. That's why mentors are important because they can help navigate the space for you. They can point you in the right direction. That's what my mentor did to me. He would take me in the restaurants and he would look at people at other tables. He'd say that that's so-and-so and that's so-and-so. You don't know what they do. So when we get up and walk out, just go over and I'll speak and you wave and introduce yourself because he wanted those folks to know me. That's how you acclimate yourself to those different circles. Don't be to a point where you you limit your circle, you limit your, your reach to just the people that you've always known. But you have to acclimate yourself to different environments of where you're going so that these things are not alien to you because things are changing. You have to admit that things are changing, man. It's not the same as it was. Things are changing. And because things are changing, crowds are changing and expectations are changing and conversations are changing. And you have to be okay with that. Acclimate yourself to that. Read more. Understand how to interpret the stock market, read about finances, read about politics, read about things that matter. And these are the kinds of things that put you at the table to have significant conversations around these specific areas that will be a help to other people. But wait a minute. Not only is there motivation and cultivation that leads to elimination, once that's out of the way, I advocate. So once I advocate, then I acclimate. And after I acclimate, I elevate. I love this. I keep going higher. The elevate means that I understand how planes fly. They fly in a upward pitch. The nose pitches off and up because they say it's the attitude of the plane. That the attitude of the plane has to have a nose pitch up because that affects the altitude that planes are built to stay in the air. No matter where the passenger may be on or off the plane, the plane's going to always fly in a nose up position because a nose up position says that this is how you get to your destination. God takes us from glory to glory. I mean, literally from glory to glory, we go higher and higher in him. And as a consequence, you have to determine within yourself if you're going to win that you got to say, I'm going to compete with who I was yesterday and I'm going to continue to go higher and higher. You have the capacity to do that. Listen to me. The reason why you're listening to this podcast is because you have to be determined to elevate, unapologetically keep 
going for it. Keep pushing higher. Keep pushing the envelope. Keep challenging yourself to go into spaces you've never gone before. And the creative things that are inside of you are those things that are going to matter. They're going to benefit so many people if you continue to elevate. And as you elevate, take God with you. Take God with you as you elevate to these different levels. Take God with you. Keep tithing, keep giving, keep serving, keep praying. Don't elevate without him. I have a question for you. Or maybe it's for someone you know to ask them, how high can God take you without losing you? Hmm. Elevate. I'm not going up without taking God with me. You are a winner and you're in this to win it. And what I hope is that these seven simple principles spoke to you today and help you understand what God has for your life. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate it. And I am so excited that I'm talking to somebody who's in it to win it. I'm Dr. Joseph Von Walker III. This is Next Level Leader Podcast. Follow me on Instagram at josephwalker3. Oh, that would bless me if you did. And know that I truly appreciate you. Let me know if this blessed you and share this podcast with as many people as you can. And until next time, I pray God's richest blessings be upon you and yours. Take care of yourself. Keep being a next level leader. And remember, you are in it to win it. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com or whatever podcast or download it. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at josephwalker3. I look forward to connecting with you.